Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Razabani for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. With me on Zoom, it's been a while. O.D. O'Hara Davis. Uh, O'Hara, like I said, it's been a while. How are things? Yeah, it's literally been ages, but, you know, things are all good. Been in the background a bit, working hard, silently. Um, but O.D.'s back once again. Absolutely. O.D. is certainly back 25th of February. There are a few topics I want to just obviously touch base with you on, but... Mm-hmm. Most importantly, you're back in the ring. Mm-hmm. Been quite inactive over the last couple of years. I know a lot has happened in the background, but mm-hmm. glad to finally have a date at the at the front end of the year. A lot of politics goes on in boxing, and you know what? Um, you know the business side of boxing. A lot of the times, it's hard. And since this whole COVID nineteen thing went down, a lot of fighters have been going through it. You know, fighters are not getting paid what they used to get paid. They're not getting paid what they should get paid. And they're not fighting as often as they should be fighting or as they were fighting um, a few years ago. But this is this is the new boxing world we're in now. And, you know, I'm just happy. I'm thankful. I'm glad that I've got my opportunity to fight in a final eliminator for the WBA world title. Lewis Ritson, I know you've uh, had a lot to say about him in, in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. He was a bit on a roll uh, in Newcastle. Everyone thought that he was going to get to that fate of, of being a world champion uh, at that particular time. Um, yeah. What have you made of, of Ritson since? I think Ritson's a very good fighter. Very good fighter. Uh, he's got very long arms. He's got a very good jab. And he's a lot better than I thought he was originally. Because, I, you know, I never watched him. I've only watched a few, a few bits of him. And he didn't really look that good. But after watching his fights, I've been studying him. Um, he's someone that I've got to be on my A game against. And if I'm not on my A game, then I'll come up stuck. So he's someone I've got to make sure I'm in good shape for. But he ain't nothing that I can't handle. You know, I fought harder fighting than and won. So it ain't, you know, ain't nothing that I can't handle. I know the motive always is to, to financially make as much money as possible. But you've got an opportunity here to become, uh, to get closer to becoming a world yeah. champion. You beat him mm. and, and that's it. The, sh- the opportunity will arise. So 
is yeah. that even further um, kind of uh, desire to make sure that you win this fight? So everyone knows that the money for me has always been a massive motivator for me. You know, I was born poor. I ain't have nothing growing up. I'm from the hood. So when I got into boxing now, you know, I could make a few thousand pounds legally to hit somebody. I'm like, fucking hell. Oh, can I swear? Of course you can. Oh, and I make a few thousand pounds to hit someone. I'm like, fucking hell. It's crazy. <laughs> and, um, you know, now I'm in a position where I can secure my future. I can set myself up for life. I can get myself in a position where I can retire at 30 years of age. I'll never have to work another day in my life. It's fucking great. It's a great feeling. It's a great opportunity. But also another dream, another goal I've had is to become a world champion, which is a goal I've had from young, from when I first got into boxing. And since I turned pro, I had a few fights. My desire to, to become a world champion kind of went, you know, when you start to hate the game, when you don't love the game no more, when you realise what the game's really about, um, that motivation went. But now it's back. And I feel like I've fallen back in love with the game. I'm in camp. I'm loving camp. I feel motivated to go on a gym every day. And I work harder than everyone in the gym. Well, you know, not harder, but um, everyone works hard in the gym, but it's my aim and my desire to push myself as much as I can and in my mind, I'm working harder than everyone in the gym and everyone in the world. There ain't no one that works as hard as me in my own mind. And um, that's the kind of mindset I got for this camp. Horror, the post that went out with yourselves and, and Lewis um, on it, there was no sign of kind mm. of promoting the event or where mm. it would be shown. Uh, I know you fought on many different networks, but could you give us an update on, on, on those particular information? Um, I do. All the information is to be released soon. You know, we've got some announcements coming soon. So, you know, you know, that's all I can say. I don't want to say anything too early. Because I realize when you say things a bit too early, a lot of times they don't happen. So, you know, um, everything's to be announced soon. Network and, you know, everything like that. I know I see a few fans asking over Twitter and stuff like that. Not just be patient. But it's happening in under five weeks. There'll be more information soon. Absolutely, we look forward to it. I'm sure it'll be a cracking fight. I know you're in a bit of a rush to, tonight, uh, or horror officer. Just uh, quickly, I just want to go back to the weekend. Uh, Liam Smith pulled off a vicious knockout win over Chris Eubank Jr. I know you've known Chris a long time and you've got association with Chris, and everyone said that this guy has got a granite chin. Um, he's been in there with some bigger punches in George Groves, but what was the reaction when you saw him go down? Listen, man, not I'm not making any excuses for him, but that family that. Um, that Eubank family, they've been going through a hell of a lot the past 18 months. You know, I'm, I was good friends with Seb. He sadly died, passed away. And Chris had to deal with that. And his father has been going through something, as we can all see in the videos that have been that have been seen online. Everyone knows that his dad's been going through some stuff. And, you know, he's got other stuff in the family that he's had to deal with that I've been hearing about. And I'm like, he's been going through so much behind closed doors and now he's got a new coach he's got Ray Jones this was his second fight I believe under Ray Jones and I'm like Chris's life 18 months ago to now has just changed so much not for the better for the worse in, in what happened with his dad and with Seb and I think that could have affected him because he came into the ring on his own Seb weren't there and his dad weren't there he came like he came into the ring on his own uh, I'm not making any excuses for him, but I feel like a lot of the fans should understand that and 
stop making memes about him. I've been looking online and seeing meme after meme after meme. I'm like, this guy's not doing anything but just trying to be as successful as trying to set himself and his family up for life. Trying to look after Seb's child. Seb's got a baby. And, you know, he's not going to have a father there. And Chris Eubank Jr. is actually stepping up, almost like taking up that role. I see him with the child all the time, having fun. They're going to the playground and they're doing this and doing that. And I'm like, he's not doing anything but just like trying to be a good lad, support his, you know, his, you know, his dad and his family. And yeah, he fought a fight. He got beat. Seeing him go out like that, it was very hard because, you know, everyone seen him lose. He fought Billy Joe Saunders in a, you know, the fight could have gone either way. He fought George Groves in a fight that he actually almost won because George Groves ended up, I think he hurt his left arm in the last round. So Chris actually, he could have won that fight. Every fight that he's lost has been very tight. It's been very tight. And to see him go down like that and to go out like that, it was very hard to see. And, you know, I think the weight probably affected him as well. You know, all you know, all this stuff that he's got that he's got at, um all this stuff that he's got at home that he's got to go and like deal with and then the weight cut and he looked really drained in the ring. He looked really, really, really drained. And he just wasn't the Chris that I know. And you know, to see him go out like that, it was very sad. I just hope that he can get the rematch and he can fight like we all know he can fight. I know Chris is 10 times better than the guy I saw in the ring that day. Chris is 10 times better than that. He just needs some time away from the gym, away from the ring, boxing, away from the, you know, all that shit. Just chill, enjoy life. Look after your dad. Look after Seb's kid. Enjoy life a bit and then get back in the ring and be the Chris that I know. Oh, horror! Um, we saw Billy talking about talking about memes. We saw Billy Joe Saunders put some stuff out, and we know they've got they've had rivalry going on for the last mm-hmm. seven, eight, nine years now, maybe even longer. Um, but we also saw Connor Ben put some stuff out as well. And I interviewed and I spoke to Spencer Ferron about two two days ago, and Spencer said, "Listen, Connor Ben, stop gloating because you're going through your own stuff. You, know, you shouldn't be putting things out while you're going through stuff and being accused of of, of cheating." I saw what's. Uh, I saw what Spencer Fearon said and I, I disagree with that because if you look at it Ebank's been taking shots at Ben ever since ever since that failed test thing came out Ebank's been online taking shots at Ben left, right and centre the day before Christmas I think the day before Christmas or just after it he was online taking shots at Ben at Connor and Connor didn't say anything back so as soon as Connor gets his you know he, now he's got that one opportunity to laugh at it he's making the most of it I'll do the same shit. The guy's been saying this and saying that about me and and now he got beat. Mate, I'm going to laugh at him as much as I can. And, well, on, you know, on, on, that, on that though, don't you feel like in, from Chris's perspective where he was brought down to a weight, we saw how bad he looked at 157 pounds mm-hmm. and then the fight gets cancelled. He makes all that effort to drop down 157 pounds then the fight gets cancelled because your opponent has failed two drug tests. Now, of course, there's facts and things are going to come out, but as we stand, He's failed to drug test. So of course, as, as, as a fighter, you're going to pop. I'm friends with them both, so I'm not going to take any sides. But I, I do get, I get where, I get where Eubank comes from. But in all, but you know what? In all fairness, Conor Ben's innocent. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or whatever, but Conor Ben's innocent. I believe 100. percent Conor Ben's, he's innocent. Something's happened. 
and you know there's you know there's more information that it should be coming out soon but you know i don't know if he took some shit in the past i don't know if he took some shit in the past or if he didn't take some shit but that test that they said that he failed Conor Ben didn't fail it i don't believe he failed it i don't know if he took something another time but that test that they said he failed as far as i'm concerned he didn't fail the test uh, but you know, there's more information that would be coming out soon about that, and we can know we can know more of the ins and outs of what happened. But I believe, I believe the guy's innocent. Ahar, do you think that the fight will will take place one day eventually with Eubank and Ben? If Eubank won the fight over the weekend, I would have said yes, hundred percent. He would have got that fight out of the way. Ben would have went and got vindicated, proving himself innocent. And then bang, the fight's on again. But after that loss, I don't think it will now because for one, he's got to think about what weight is he going to fight now. The first Ben fight was meant to be at 157. He fought Liam Smith at 160 and he looked weak and drained at that weight class. I think Eubank has to go up and wait. And he can't fight Ben at 157. But Ben's not going to come up to 168 because that's just not his weight. It's going to be hard to make the fight happen. But then again, there is still so much money in the fight. Whereas one of them might just say, you know what? I'm going to give away the weight advantage. And fight. But the one that gives away the weight advantage is the one that will get beat. Eubank can't come down to one five to one five seven. He can't. He can't. And Ben physically can't go up to one six eight. The guy's a small guy, smaller than me. I know he fights at the weight above me, but if you put me and him like there. I'm bigger than him. I'm bigger than him. So it's just not his weight. So, you know, but then again, when there's millions involved, <laughs> money talks. Absolutely. Well, time will tell. We'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks. Um, Ohor, I can't let you go without asking uh, one of your closest friends uh, outside of boxing, mm-hmm. one of your closest friends in boxing. Mm-hmm. Dares to be great and be and second attempt at world title. Anthony Yard takes on the ever dangerous Arthur Baturvi of this Saturday mm. night. Um, what's going through your mind? Everyone's saying that Anthony, obviously Anthony is the he is the he is a big he's a big underdog in this fight. Can it be done? Hundred percent. For one, for one, Baturvi is about thirty eight years old now. He ain't young. He's not getting any younger. He's getting older. And after his last fight, he had surgery in his legs. I don't know if you knew that. He had leg surgery after his last fight. So I don't know what it was for, how the recovery went. But what we do know is that he's a 38-year-old man to had some leg surgery after his last fight. We're not sure is he 100% back to normal. And at New York, ain't no bum. He, like, he ain't a pushover. Danny, I know, can fight and he can hit. But Toby have got put down by, um, by what's the name? By Callum Johnson. I'm like, if Callum Johnson put him down, even though he is a good fighter, he's not out in the yard. If out in the yard puts him down, he's going to finish him. But this is going to be the hardest fight out he's had so far, by far. We're going to have to see the best out that we've that we've seen. And, you know, but out can win this fight 100%. Everyone's acting like he doesn't stand a chance. He does stand a chance. He does. And I'm, I'm not only saying it because I'm his friend. I genuinely believe Anthony can win this fight. It's not guaranteed. 
It's going to be a hard fucking fight. He, he's going to have to take some shots. He's going to have to dig deep. But this is what the game is about. It's what boxing is about. And Anthony's been in the gym for years. I've known Anthony for years and years from amateur boxing. He done all those years, all those amateur fights, all the sparring, all the sacrifice, and the dedication, all for this moment, for this moment, this week Saturday. He ain't coming just to lay down and get a paycheck. Anthony got offered, I think he got offered a million pound to um, to step aside um, before the cover left fight. He said no. He said no. And I remember, I'm looking at him like, mate, you fucker. Someone offered me a million pounds, I'm stepping aside. Hell fucking yeah. Give me the milk. But Annie's got a different mindset to what I've got. Annie's got a different mindset. Annie's like, nah, nah. Like, the money means everything, but he wants the he wants the belts and the glory and the honour. That's more than any paycheck. He said, I'm not going to step aside. He said, I want the fight. I'm going to earn less is a risk, but I want the fight. If it was me, I would have said the complete opposite thing. And I, this is me being honest. Show me the goddamn money. You know, and he's not coming here to get beat. He ain't coming here to get beat. That's one thing I will say. And if that's what this guy thinks, what's his name? Batebiev. He thinks that he's just going to come to lie down. <laughs> He's going to have to learn the hard way. Well, we look forward to it. Tomorrow it all kicks off the um, public workout, Thursday press on Friday, Wayne, and then Saturday fight mm-hmm. night. And we'll see if Anthony Yard can become the unified light heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, O'Hara, thank you for your time as always, my man. And yeah, let's uh, wait for this announcement of uh, the, the final few details of your fight and then hope to come by to the gym and, and, and see you face to face. Thank you. O'Hara Davis, IFL TV, thank you very much. Sports Social Podcast Network.